Terrell Podcast. I am Chris Terrell. The first mile is the hardest of all the miles. I mentioned it in, a, in other social media that I'm training for a Tough mutter, which is something that two years ago, I would have never thought I could be doing by now. A year ago, I thought, well, maybe I'll get into running. And I started running. You know, the pandemic had shut down all the gyms. And I, uh, that was a mistake. I started running way too soon. And I messed up my Achilles. And, uh, well, not messed up my Achilles, but discovered I have a bone spur uh, behind my Achilles, which caused my Achilles to get inflamed and caused it to be where I could actually there for a while there. I could barely walk. It was, it got pretty bad. Doctor looked at me and said, running may not be your thing. And so I had to stop. The problem was I started running too soon. And it's not even that I started running too soon. I just started running too much, too quickly. I wasn't ready for that much running. I had too much weight on my body still. It wasn't in that good of a shape. And when I felt the pain, I just kept saying, no pain, no gain. And so I kept running. I kept pushing. I kept going, you know, is, you know, you just can't quit. You can't give up. But I was being reckless about it. And this led to a point where I had to stop running, which is a shame because I was just starting to, just starting to see some progress. I was just starting to be able to run a little bit further. And I was even starting to like it a little bit. It was still pretty tough. I can't say I enjoyed it a ton, but I had to stop. Why am I sharing this with you? Is it because I'm sitting here going to make this the running podcast? No, no, I'm not. I'm someone that likes to draw parallels and likes to take lessons from one parts of life, one part of life and see how I can apply it to another. Because I think there's lessons all around us. I think there's so many things that we can learn in this life from so many people, from so many other people's experiences. Some lessons we insist on learning the hard way. Sometimes no matter how much someone will tell us, don't do it this way, don't do it this way. If you do it this way, it's not going to work. Sometimes we're boneheaded and we, we want to learn that lesson by doing it ourselves and going, hmm, yeah, they were right. Yep, can't do it the way, yep, yep, they were right. So how many times have you heard that the best way to lose weight is to do it slowly over time and you need to make lifestyle changes? I'm willing to bet if you're listening to this podcast, you've heard that a lot. You've definitely heard it from me a lot. And you've probably heard it from a lot of other people. I was a bonehead. I spent all of my 20s and the early part of my 30s doing it the way everybody else told me not to. Oh, I know better. I know they're wrong. Yeah, I know everybody else should lose it slowly. I know everybody else should make lifestyle changes, but not me. I'm just going to drop the weight. And then I'll figure it out. You know, I'm going to hop on this diet that's just going to drop it all. And when I get to my goal weight, I'm magically just going to be better and I won't gain the weight back, even though I've gained the weight back all the other times. This is what I tell myself, sometimes consciously, sometimes subconsciously, more often than not subconsciously, but I didn't want to listen to what everybody else was saying. And I didn't want to do it because the first mile is the hardest. As a part of training for this Tough Mudder, I'm going to do a the 10 mile one. And so I need to start running again. And I wasn't sure if I could. So I started running. I ran a half mile. I'm like, okay, my ankle did okay. I stretched it out and I waited a week. Then I ran a little bit more. Then I waited a week. Then I ran a little bit more. I'm like, okay, my body seems to be doing okay. It seems to be fine. So then I ran a little bit more. And then I ran more in a week. Like I ran once and then I ran a few days later, taking it easy, taking it slow. 
easing my body into it. My Achilles still is a thing, but I'm fine. I'm now able to go run three miles without stopping. A year later, <laughs> I'm able to do it. But it's working because this time, I'm taking my time. I'm doing it slowly. I'm running. I'm exercising patience, letting my body get used to it, and then running some more. Then letting my body get used to it, then running some more. See where I'm going with this? Weight loss is no different. As I was going on my run today, it was funny. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here beating myself up. I'm like, why am I not following my own advice? Like, I mean, I am now, but why didn't I follow my own advice before? I know to do things slow, exercise patience, and the good things will come. But no, I wanted to jump from not running at all to being able to run a whole bunch in the past. And, I, and, I, and it made it where I couldn't run. And I lost a whole bunch of time. As a part of this, my brother, who's, who's good at running, he, uh, I was telling him, I was excited. I was telling him, hey, you know, I can. I'm, I'm doing this run. Like, I'm really excited about it. And uh, it's feeling pretty good. And he's like, yeah, you know, that, that f- once you get past that first mile, it's really pretty easy. And I was like, well, what are you talking about? And at this point, I've, I haven't hit the two mile mark yet. And he's like, yeah, you know, that first mile, he's like, you're making, it, it's tough. You're feeling it, everything's tight. And then, but after that, like your body starts adjusting. You make a little tweak here to your ankle. You make a little tweak to how you're landing on your foot. Maybe you turn your wrists a little differently. You swing your arms and it's like things, you just start getting in the zone and you, you just sort of settle in and it gets really efficient. And I got to think, oh, that's really interesting. And I'm trying to take this point in my life where I'm trying to listen to what people are telling me. And stop trying to go, yeah, I know better when, when I have absolutely zero basis to think I know better and no evidence to support that I know better, realizing it's just my own ego getting in the way. So I'm like, listen to him like, okay, well, next time I run, I'm going to run for a mile. I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to run. Even though I might want to walk for 20 seconds, I'm not. I'm just going to keep running because my body could handle it. I just, I, I just, it was hard. And I kept thinking, like, gosh, this is going to keep getting harder every mile. Like, this is just going to be the pits having to, like, gruel through this. Because, I like, this first mile wasn't really getting a lot better. I mean, I wasn't in pain after, but it certainly was a hard, it was still hard to start every time. So I go on that run. And, uh, well, he was right. He was totally right. I'm sitting here running. I'm in mile two. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my gosh, he is totally right. This is not hard. I comparative to that first mile, like I'm in the zone and I started like paying attention to my body. I'm like, Oh, let me try landing this way on my foot. Okay. All right. That feels different. Let me try landing this way on my foot. All right. Let me try swinging my leg a little bit more outward. You know, just making these little tiny adjustments and just seeing how it feels, you know, make an adjustment, run five, six steps. Okay. Make another adjustment, run five, six steps. Hmm. That didn't work better. Let me try it again. Different way. Make a few more steps. And then also my body gets looser. I get more comfortable. It's like my body's like, okay, we are doing this. This is happening. I will stop fighting you. Because I got to tell you, for me, since I've started running, those first 100 yards, the first 100 yards sucks every time. (laughs) It's brutal. (laughs) Like I just got done with a run before this because I'm not going to be able to go tonight. And I was like, oh my gosh, this, this still sucks. This first 100 yards. And then it get better and better and better. So let's bring this all in. Let's bring this to a point to why I am sharing all of this. Again, hopefully you're already seeing where I'm going with it. A calorie-based diet is best done slowly, very slowly. The temptation is there. I understand it. I, You listening right now that has a lot of weight on, I have been you. I know exactly what you're feeling. I know that you're going, I just 
want to get it off. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I don't want to feel this way anymore. I just want to be what I deem to be the better version of my body, whatever that is to you. I'm not going to tell you what that should or shouldn't be, but you want to be that and you want to be it now. If you rush to it, you will either burn out or you will get there and you won't be able to keep it. If I, if I were go, able to go back to my 290 pound self and snap my fingers and then wake up in the body I have today, I would immediately start the process of losing it because I, don't, I wouldn't have had the habits, the knowledge, the lifestyle, and the experience required to keep the body. You've got to pay your dues. It's not an option. You got to pay the piper. So you got to do it slow. If you take a shortcut by hopping on a keto diet, going on some crash ultra low calorie diet, going on anything that makes it where you're just dropping weight in a free fall, you're going to get to your goal weight and you're going to start going, I mean, I'm wrong. I'm happy. I'm feeling good. I'm happy. I've lost the weight, but I don't, I don't, I don't feel different. I don't feel better. I still feel the same things I felt before. Because you didn't have a time to work on it. You might have tweaked some and adjusted some things, but you didn't put in the time and the effort required to make it real and to make it stick. So do it slowly. Ease into this. When you're talking lifestyle changes, when you're talking the rest of your life, what difference does it make if it takes you three or four months to get onto the program, to get into a good place where you're losing weight, right? All the clients that I work with one-on-one, it is one of the greatest joys in my life when I get to hear them say, especially after coming out of the uh, end of their, of the onboarding program I do where they're like, wow, I'm down 12 pounds. This is normally when I quit and I feel fine. Like I I don't feel like I'm going to quit. I don't feel overwhelmed. I don't feel like I can't do this anymore because we've, it's been a methodical approach to getting onto weight loss and doing it in a way that isn't overwhelming the person. And it is extremely customized to the person. And that's what you got to do. You got to find a customized, personalized program for you in your own life. Now, the other part with this, it's so critical is knowledge. You've got to recognize if you have been a cereal dieter, you know, in the yo-yo dieter, if you're the pro dieter where you gain it, lose it, gain it, lose it. I need to tell you some, I'm going to give you some honest truth. You don't know how to diet and lose weight, right? You don't. If you have been gaining, losing, gaining, losing, gaining, losing, you don't know what to do. Because if you did, you'd have done it by now. That was a realization I had to have. And for those of you that haven't lost a lot of weight over a period of time, you definitely don't. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with not knowing how to do something. There's so many things in life that all of us don't know how to do. And that that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means you don't know how to do it yet. So what do you do? You need to go and obtain knowledge. And knowledge comes through one of two different ways, through time and effort by doing study and research, or you get help. And that's, that's, those are really the only two paths. And getting help just shortens the time period. But either way, effort and resources got to be put into it. Now, for some of you, you're going to want to do this on your own. And that is totally okay. There's nothing wrong with that. If you want to lose weight on your own. So here's my tip to you especially if you've been the serial dieter, whatever your instincts tell you to do, go investigate the other option first. So if your instincts are saying, I need to lose weight quick, go try to lose it slow. If your instincts are saying, oh, I need to change everything up and go start eating whole clean foods. Why don't you try not doing that? If your instincts are telling you, oh, I got to start working out six days a week and immediately drop down to 1500 calories. Try not doing that. Whatever your instincts tell you to do, just assume they're wrong and go investigate the other options first before you immediately just jump to your instincts. 
That's going to require trial and error. You're going to have to put it, you're going to have to start listening to podcasts like this one. You're going to have to start watching videos online. You're going to have to probably pick up a book or two. You're going to have to read articles and blogs and talk to other people. You're going to have to put in the effort to learn the things you don't know right now. And you're going to have to do trial and error within your life. The other option that some of you are going to do is you're going to want to get help. This might mean going to a dietitian. This might mean going to a personal trainer. This might mean going to a weight loss coach. There is nothing wrong with using any of those options. I do say vet the people you're talking to, make sure their style, their approach, their philosophy towards weight loss matches you. And if you have a lot of weight to lose, if you've always struggled with your weight your whole life, make sure whomever you're dealing with understands that. Because a person that has been skinny their entire life and just needs to shed 20 pounds that they've spent the last years putting on, that person's going to diet very differently than the person that needs to drop 100 to 150 pounds. Very different, very different problems, very different solutions, very different applications of those solutions. And if they've not either A, had a lot of experience with bigger people or B, haven't been a bigger person themselves, they just don't know. I'm, I'm a former bigger guy. I have friends in this space that do coaching and training that have never been big. And it's really interesting for us to have conversations. They describe things in a way that are very foreign to me. And I describe things in a way that's very foreign to them because we have completely different backgrounds. So you need to just make sure you're vetting that. This last weekend, I went to a lake. I have not been to a lake for years since I was, a, since I was bigger. Quite honestly, I didn't enjoy going to the lake before. It wasn't fun. All I could do is sit there and float and drink and visit. Like I was too big to be pulled up on the skis. I would literally drag the boat down unless it was a really powerful boat because I was a big guy. I didn't have the strength to pull myself up. So, and then, you know, as a big guy, it really hurt to fall. Like if you're like wakeboarding or anything like that, or even getting knocked off a tube and I didn't have the strength to hold onto the tube. So I couldn't even like, it couldn't even be fun by like trying to throw me. It just overall, and then I got hot. It just wasn't enjoyable. Well, we had an impromptu lake trip this last weekend and there was a friend of mine there and we were all going to use his boat. And he's like, man, do you want to wave surf? And I'm sitting there thinking like, I do. Never done it. I have no idea how to do it. Is what I'm thinking. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. I've never done it before. I, 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 so I'm not sure. Like, he's like, I promise I'll get you up. Like, okay. This dude is just, he is one of the nicest, kindest people I've ever known on this planet. So And he's extremely patient. And so I knew like if anybody was going to be able to teach me how to do this, it was going to be this guy. And uh, so we get out there to the water. Uh, It's the next day. And I I hop into the water with my life vest. He slides me the board and tosses me the rope. He's like, all right, we're going to just spend like 15, 20 minutes here working on several things. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, all right, it's time to follow your own advice, Terrell. Like get your own ego out of the way and just listen and do what he says. Just trust what he says. He says he's done this lots of times. I'm going to do it. Like, okay, okay, okay. So he's like, all right, put your, put your feet on the board right here. Use these lines, put your heels. I'm like, okay, I can do that. And he's like, you're going to want to pull with your arms. He's like, you're going to feel it. You're going to want to do it. Don't do it. If you do it, you'll fall. I'm like, okay, okay. So don't pull, don't pull. I'm like sitting here like reciting this in my head. And he's like, and, and then he would tug on the rope and it would pull me in closer. And he's like, okay, when you feel this pulling sensation, here's what I want you to do. And he would tell me how to push my heels into the board and keep your arms straight. You know, he kept saying that. And and he would just pull on the rope and then I would like practice the movement. He's like, nope, that's not quite it. And he'd push me back out and then he'd pull on the rope and then I'd do it. And he's like, that's not quite it, but you're closer. Do this again. He'd push me back out. And then he'd pull me back in and he's like, you got it right there. That's it. And I was like, oh, okay, that, I, I can do that again. 
And he's like, and remember, no, he's like, so we do that. And he's like, all right, now I'm going to, we're going to pull you up on the boat. I was like, okay, great. And he's like, remember, don't pull. I'm like, okay. And so I'm sitting there behind the boat. I got my feet on the board and I'm like, I am terrified. Like I am so going to fall, but I'm going to do everything he says. I don't know what's about to happen, but you know, we just spent 20 minutes behind the boat. I think this will work. And the boat takes off and I feel the, the boat pulling me. And he was not kidding. Every part of my body, of my mind and my soul was like, pull. I just wanted to pull myself up with my arms. And he, I just remember him saying, if you do this, you will fall. I'm like, don't pull, don't pull, don't pull. And, and I had this half second of panic. And then all of a sudden, boom, I was up. I was on the water and I was wave surfing. I was holding on the rope still, but I was doing it. And I did it my first try. I got up and I'm sitting there like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm actually doing this. And I'm sitting there like, I can't believe it. I'm going to fall. Like, I'm going to fall. This is too easy. But I did what he said. I trusted him and it worked. And what was interesting is later, one of my family members pulled. I saw her pull and she just ate it. And she just, she ate the water. And he's like, and he looked at me and he goes, remember what I was telling you about pulling and what would happen? And I was like, yeah. He's like, she pulled and that board just shot out from underneath her. It's like, okay, all right. He was not joking. So I share that to say, I, the reason why I got up, if he had just tossed me in the water, if I'd have just watched a whole bunch of people wave surf, I'm like, okay, it looks like they're doing that. And I'd have just tried it. I never would have made it because every part of my body wanted to do the wrong things. I had to literally recite in my head, heels down, bend knees, straight arms, don't pull. Like I was literally reciting that in my head as the boat was moving forward, just over and over and over again. Um, and, uh, just to make sure I didn't do the things I wasn't supposed to do. The coach helped guide me to get to where I needed to go and help prevent me from making mistakes. And I got to have maximum enjoyment in the least amount of time. This is why getting help in weight loss is a good thing. It is no different than that experience I had with a weight, uh, with this board wave surfing and help, as I was saying earlier, can take so many different forms. It can be a friend. It can be a coach. It can be a dietitian, a trainer, whatever it needs to be, but it needs to be someone quality. It needs to be someone that's going to encourage you. Let me tell you, I didn't get everything right while I was the whole time, but my friend, every time he's like, nope, not it. No big deal. It's just the, just the kindest voice, not a hint of frustration. I'm like, this is what I needed. I need someone who's going to be patient with me and work with me until I get it. And even then when I'm going, I'm, I'm wave surfing behind it. He would, he would then come to the back of the boat. Somebody else would steer and he would just guide me and encourage me. I do something. He's like, that's it. Keep going. He's like, reach, you know, he's just, he's helping me know what to do so I can have the best experience possible. And this is what you need in your life. If you are struggling with losing weight and you don't want to learn how to do it by yourself. All right. I like to keep these to 20 minutes. So I'm going to stop right here, but I do want to recap what we've covered in this podcast. Don't do too much too fast. You know you know better. You know you're not supposed to do it. This lesson does apply to you. It is not a for everyone else lesson. It applies to you. The second thing is always remember the first mile is the hardest. You got to push through it. Starting your, your diet, it is hardest in the beginning because it's all new. You've got to figure out the little efficiencies. You got to figure out the little tweaks that you can make to apply to your diet, to your plan. And then the third thing is don't be afraid to get help or to acknowledge you don't know what you're doing and you will go research and learn what you need to know. Understanding these three things will help you be successful in your weight loss journeys, in your weight loss goals that all of you are going on as you are working towards whatever it is that you know that you deserve to have. Okay, that's where we're going to end it today. 
If you are interested in getting one-on-one weight loss coaching from me, you can check me out on christarrowcoaching.com. I do offer that. You can sign up for a free consultation call. For those of you still here, I want you to say it with me. I can do hard things and I'll see you next week.